0: Hi beautiful, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Gentle Podcast. Here we talk all things that nourish the mind, body and spirit, giving you inspiration and actions on living a centered, purposeful and vital life that feels aligned with your divine feminine nature. I am your host, Rachel White, a yogi, coach, and heart-centered human, here to provide a gentle space for healing and thriving. Let's get into this episode. Hi, everyone. We're here for another episode of The Gentle Podcast, and I have a guest with me. Welcome, Hannah. So, Hannah. Hi, Rachel. (laughs) Hannah Donaldson is a physiotherapist and Pilates instructor and she is so knowledgeable about the human body and I'm so excited to hear more from you Hannah do you want to jump straight in with why why you're interested in the work that you're doing now a bit about the work you are doing and your a sum up of your life journey getting to where you are now
1: okay thank you um So I might just start off with what got me into physiotherapy in the first place. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess I've always had a fascination with the human body. Um, I was always the one out of my friends at school. If anyone um, had any pain, I'd always be the one that would be massaging their shoulders or um, trying to help them. So I've always had that sort of empathetic nature to me. Um, which led me into uh, 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 wanting to learn more of how how I can help people, and then um, I came across a physiotherapist who treated me for a, just a basic foot issue, and I found him quite inspiring, and um, and that's how I got into physio, and then it's something that really solidified my love for the work I do. Um, was when I had my own back injury and um, I ha- started dealing with chronic pain and um, it was about a three-year journey while I was studying physiotherapy, uh, which really helped me sort of apply the knowledge that I was learning to my own body. Um, yeah, so uh, it was really helpful. And that's my, uh, me in a nutshell.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you want to explain yeah. what Physiotherapists actually do because there's so many like different terms and different um, types of like therapists do different things. So for anyone that's like, I don't think I'm even a hundred percent clear what what does a physiotherapist actually doing and forget. actually do
1: yeah well there's lots of different streams of physiotherapy um and it depends on which path you go down but at university we're either taught to deal with the musculoskeletal side of things so um physical injuries in the body if you have we're, we're, we're physical therapists so um we're, we're treating the physical side of the body so when someone has an injury in their physical body um we we uh, have knowledge in treating that so that could be anything from you've um, had a shoulder injury, you've got knee pain, um, you you have back pain. So we, one of our treatment methods is is treating pain, um, and then there's other branches. So if you go into hospital physio, you can be in a like work in different rehab settings. So if someone has a stroke, then um, we will. Deal with the physical side of that, so their rehabilitation, their movement, getting them back to function. So, I guess our main role is to return people back to their normal function. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. that's what I'd say. Um, but then there's lots of different types of streams. So, aged care, we can work in aged care settings. Um, and my specialty is uh, generally pain, pain science, and um, exercise, rehabilitation, and Pilates.
0: Do you want to talk a little bit about pain?
1: Yes. I love talking about pain. (laughs) Um, I think I love talking about pain just because I have experienced pain and I've experienced the pathway of having lots of pain um, to not having any pain at all. Um, Obviously, I'll have pain every now and then just from things like uh, headaches if I push myself too far or if I injure my foot or something like that. But um, it's very different to chronic pain, which is a very uh, prevalent thing in our society these days. Um, So pain... Uh, I might tell you about my journey with pain because that'll help me understand what pain is. Mm -hmm. Um, So originally I had, uh, it it was a period where I was quite young so I was going through my um, party years and I uh, wasn't looking after my body um, or my mental health at the time Um, and I think it just got to a point where, it, I, I just pushed myself too much and um, I started to present with a lot of pain in my body so I had pain in my um, neck it started off then down in my um, chest and I could hardly breathe because my sternum wasn't It had this sharp pain uh, and then it traveled down to my lower back and to the point where I couldn't even roll over or get out of bed um so I had to use crutches and it just, it was an odd presentation. It wasn't like I'd injured myself and there was pain. It sort of just gradually got worse over a period of a month. Um, and I went and saw specialists, doctors, physios, um, and everyone had their own little opinion of what, what it was. So, um, it, and I think in in the end it it, 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 everyone was right, but they weren't working together. So, um, my idea of pain now, looking back at it, at that experience, I realise now that it had a lot to do with uh, everything that I was doing to my body. So it was uh, diet, it, lack of exercise, um, emotions, high anxiety, um, just a, a whole lot of unawareness around those pillars of health. Uh, and so when we talk about pain, we have to think about pain um, holistically and it's it's our internal alarm system that's heightening you um, to take action. So it's it's trying to let you know that something's not quite right in the body, um, and it's it's alerting you to that area um, of what 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 is changing. But in saying that, it's not always reliable because your pain system can also be faulty. So. Uh, it can be a helpful tool. And in, in, in most cases, it can be, it's it's there to tell you, alert you to danger, but we can't purely rely on our pain system because so- sometimes it's a little bit turned up for some reason um, that we don't know. And um, yeah, so it's, it's very complex.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I would love to dive into this further. I think it's really cool how you said that um, like pain is alerting us to something. And even if Our pain system is faulty, that could even be what it's alerting us to. So it's always indicating something when we're experiencing pain. And when we start to look at it from this holistic level that you mentioned, we can also start to recognize that just because we have pain in, say, like our finger or our knee, doesn't necessarily mean like that's the source of pain. Like that's that there's something wrong with our right knee because that's where we're exactly. Yeah. So, do you yeah. want to talk a bit more about like the like I think you called it the faulty pain system? What does that actually mean, and how do you know how do you know that, and what impact does that actually have?
1: Yeah. So, if we um, th- if we start to understand, like research has has shown us, like what is actually true, and what they've found out in through research is that. Um, pain is separate to damage in the body. So um, it, it's tissue damage does not equate to pain. So you can have an injury, but you, you might not feel pain. So
0: um,
1: I think knowing that, we know that we can't just assume when we have pain that there's going to be some sort of damage in the body. And um, what they're starting to find is that, pain, like I said, is our internal alarm system that detects changes in the body. So if we think, think about that, rather than, yes, danger, it's, it's in a, system that, a system that alerts us to danger and changes. So um, a, a nice example is uh, Lorimer Mosley. He's one of the leading um, pain researchers at the moment and he's written a lot of books. And we, he started off becoming interested in pain Um, when he uh, he had his own experience with pain. And I'll tell you his story because it really helps us understand um, the nature of pain and how it can be changed depending on what we perceive as a threat. Um, So uh, Lorimer, he grew up in the bush. Um, He has... Like a, a big history with walking barefoot um, in like the scrub, lots of sticks, getting scratches. So uh, one day he was just going for a, a casual walk back in his hometown, and he stepped on. He felt like he stepped on something, and he sort of went oh, and then just kept walking. Wasn't hugely painful, um, but his alarm system at that time decided that's not that painful. Like I've been in this environment before. Um, I don't need to alert you to anything because it's probably not that bad. Um, but two hours later, he found that he had been bitten by a brown snake. So um, at that time, his alarm system was faulty. Well, it, it assumed that there was no danger. So it, didn't, it decided, I'm not going to send out any pain because um, I, I don't feel like it's a threat at the moment, but it was a threat. So he ended up going to hospital, lived, and then um, two years later, or I think sometime later, he was in the same spot. Walking in the bush, actually stepped on a twig this time, so didn't get um, bitten by a brown snake. But his pain system was—it was excruciating. So he was jumping around as if something really threatening had happened, um, and so he was like, "Oh, oh, I'm in so much pain," um, thinking that maybe it was something more severe, but it wasn't. He actually had stepped on a twig that time. So because of that past experience of him experiencing a threatening situation. His whole pain system had just completely adapted and changed and it was it was on high alert um, when he was in that same environment again. Mm. Does that answer your question?
0: Yeah, so it's yeah. really interesting because it can go both ways. It can tell us that there's more danger than there is, but it can also downgrade the alertness we should have in certain exactly. situations. Exactly, yeah. And it's really interesting when we think about, other people and uh, like kids just immediately came into my mind when we see something happen to someone and they're like um like reacting they're like crying screaming whatever whatever their pain or reaction is and we could be thinking oh like that's not even that bad but really it could actually be a really painful thing that they're experiencing in that moment
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think it's interesting. My best friend's doing a lot of researching pain science for kids at the moment. Um, so it, there's a, it, it, kids, it, it's, we're trying to figure out how can we influence the way kids think about pain at a younger age because it's almost as you get older, you have more ingrained beliefs in your brain and your system. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot harder to change. Um, someone who's 80 years old who's who believes that their back is broken and they've got a degenerative disc compared to a young kid who um, hasn't learnt um, pain or how, how to respond to pain yet. So if you think about that overprotective mum that is every time they fall down and the mum reacts, oh, my God, and, and stresses out, then that they learn, you can learn pain. So these kids can start to go, oh, my mum, my it must be a threatening situation. So... Um, yeah it's another that's another contributing factor to pain is how we've learned to respond to pain
0: yeah so how do we start to bring that system back into balance if we've like regardless of how we've been programmed as children now we're adults recognizing whatever our pain experiences are whether like whatever end of the continuum we're kind of sitting on how like how do we actually redefine how we think about pain and how we experience pain?
1: Yeah, I think the best thing is to learn about pain. So I think the more you understand about pain, the more you decatastrophize. So you, you, a lot of a lot of pain, can you can over catastrophize and um, start to make it something worse. A, a lot of the time, pain is simply just either telling you, you need to move more, or you need to rest, <laughs> mm. um, or you need to, uh, like, it's, it's actually really simple sort of signals. It's like, oh, you've been sitting on your bum too long. You start to get a pain and ache down the leg. Um, it, it might just be a lactic acid buildup, starting to irritate that nervous system, and you just need to get up off the chair, flush out some new, new um, oxygenated blood through the muscles, and that's it. So you, then you decrease the pain.
0: Mm. Um,
1: but it's... Uh, how do we reset it? I think when you start to have, because I, I do believe that me working as a physiotherapist, having an ingrained understanding about pain, the more I've understood pain and I'm not scared of pain, the, the, the less I feel it in a way and because I will only ever feel it if I have actually have a threatening situation. So if I've, I've actually pushed my body too far, like if I drink a whole bottle of wine and then the next day I get a radiating headache, I know, oh God, that was because of that bottle of wine. Mm. Um, So it's, yeah. Does that make sense? Am I?
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So like simple answer is um, there's a message somewhere and I think it, it might be really individualized to what the message actually is, whether that's move more, move less, but it's essentially going to be something simple.
1: Yeah, and listen, listen to your pain. You don't want to ignore it and say, because a lot of people will say, I've got a high thre- pain threshold. Um, that doesn't mean anything to me. When someone says I've got a high pain threshold, um, that just means you're really good at ignoring and pushing through pain and not listening to what your body's trying to tell you. So it's pain is there for a reason. It's what usually there to tell you that something is, is um, happening um, and you need to listen to it and then change it change change your habit change your your patterns that you're you're in at the moment
0: yeah super interesting so I want to kind of dive into um kind of pivoting the conversation based on something you mentioned before so you're talking about that like your understanding of pain helps you essentially experience less pain and that's kind of like a mindset thing so do you want to talk a bit about like the connection between the brain our mind mindset emotions in relation to how we experience anything within the physical body
1: um yes so uh actually can you ask that again in in uh,
0: like so basically a, how does like what's the connection between what yeah. we experience physically and the way we think and feel
1: okay yeah all right um so let me have a little think about that so it's a, a comp, it'll be a complex answer um yeah.
0: start wherever you feel yeah yeah
1: so I think with that's that's the thing with with pain it's a, I I do believe that there's a, a lot of psychology is something that I, I find has a huge contributing factor to most issues that we experience. Um, so the there's when we think about pain, it's <laughs> it's hard to explain. Sorry, <laughs> I'm yeah, trying thank you. to simplify what I'm trying to say. Um. So I, I do believe that most issues, unless there's been a mechanism of injury, so you've fallen over and you've torn a muscle and you feel pain there, that a lot of them there's a, um, a, a psychological element to the pain that you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. So when we feel pain um, or when we hurt ourselves, we have to always think about how... How, what what behaviour, what, what thought pattern have we got that's causing us to behave in that way, that's causing us to feel pain and injure ourselves? So uh, I'll try and simplify it into an example. So if you've, if you've got someone who feels um, has really tight shoulders and a really like lots of headaches um, and I treat the physical side by just massaging and releasing the tension... If I haven't addressed the emotional, psychological component to that, um, then the tension is just going to continue to build up in the shoulders. So um, usually, that, that we know that there's that's probably an anxious pattern. So someone's anxious. So we treat the anxiety, but then we often we treat the anxiety with medications to dull the anxiety, but we're never really getting to the root of what that anxiety comes from. So. Pain can be very complex because um, we, we're, we're trying to search for answers to relieve the pain, um, and then we find methods to dull the pain in a way, either through medications, through massage, even exercise. Like you might release your anxiety through exercise, but the, if you've got that trigger pattern and that emotional um, trauma that you, you haven't actually addressed, um, you're never really going to get to the root of the problem. Mm. So. Pain is very much so a psychological um, experience uh, and a a nervous system experience rather than a physical experience. Mm. Does that answer your question? I feel like.
0: Yeah, so basically, our whole body, brain, everything is all connected, and we really do need to look at. Everything we're experiencing from a holistic level Just yes the basic yeah
1: that's a, that's a simple yeah that's that's what I was trying to say <laughs> yeah,
0: no, but you said it in a really good way i love, I love all those insights that you shared. are there any other um, areas of pain that you want to talk about or any other completely different topics that you would like to touch on as well
1: um there's I feel like there's Another, th- another uh, A few examples of pain, um, of heightening how pain isn't a physical issue, um, uh, there's, they've done a lot of research into people that haven't got, like, phantom limb pain. Have you ever heard of phantom limb pain before?
0: Um, do you want to explain it?
1: Yeah, so phantom limb pain. So people who have, like, amputees who have lost their limbs, um, they have, cut, like, just say you've lost the whole lower part of your leg. Um, but they, these people, they've done research to find that they actually still experience pain in that um, limb. So they say, "Oh, my my toes are really hurting," but they don't actually have toes. Mm. So that's really interesting because it just it really um, demonstrates that pain is not so much a physical thing; it's a very very much a nervous system um, interaction with our body. And our brain, and our brain is ultimately the one that is going to decide whether we're going to feel pain. So, um, pain is an output, not an input. So, um, if we think about pain as pain is more of a feeling, just like we feel sadness and we feel happy and we feel um, uh, anxious, we we feel pain. Um, so, it's if we think about about it like that, it, the feeling of depression. Let's relate. Physio, uh, pain to depression, um, it, when you're depressed, that can be affected by so many things. So if you're uh, hating your job, you're at work, that's going to increase your depression. If, you're, if you've got a um, relationship that is falling apart, that that is going to increase your depression. So a lot of um, factors in your life can actually increase your depression. Now think about that's exactly the same with pain, so when you feel pain you you can have those those same things can heighten your pain painful experience so it's it's exactly the same in the, the, the way that you you feel depression you feel pain and they're affected by similar
0: things mm. if that makes sense yeah. yeah that's a really interesting way to look at it as like pain is a feeling not necessarily a physical sensation that we might have yeah. associated with in the past yeah 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 so interesting and something that I was actually um looking into the other day I'm not sure if you look at brain waves a lot but I I just find them so fascinating and what I was reading was talking about how when we're in that beta brain wave of like thinking high problem solving analytical logical mind um when we come down into our alpha state, we have the way they worded it was like a higher pain tolerance. So it's okay. like the same thing could be happening, but when we slow down our brain waves, we don't feel the same level of, of whatever's happening. So, yeah, it just highlights again how much our brain influences what we feel on like pain, depression, any, any single thing that we experience or feel. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So it's almost like you're calming your nervous system down. So you're going to the um desensitize your ability to feel pain because you're you're de- decreasing the threat because you you feel
0: calm mm. um yeah interesting yes. amazing Very is there anything you want to say to wrap us up any final words
1: um i think just if if anyone can take anything away from this talk today is if you are feeling pain Try to learn more about pain um, so that you have a bit more independence with the way you handle your treatment because it can be a very confusing process uh, when you do have pain. You you try to seek help and you'll see lots of health professionals and everyone has their own different opinion. Like someone's going to say, oh, you've got a tight muscle um, or or you're out of whack. um, And it just becomes all those words can start to increase your pain system um, the alarm system because it just increases more neural circuits for you to um, become more alert and uh, feel threatened so it's if you can if you can educate yourself um, read some really good sources uh, then all of a sudden you can really decipher who is helpful and who is not in your ability to overcome pain so Um, It puts the control in your hands rather than relying on someone else just telling you that that's what's happening to your body.
0: Yes, I love that advice. So good. So if anyone wants to connect with you, if they want a um, physio appointment with you or just to get more in your energy, where can they find you and connect with you? Uh,
1: They could use my, um, I've got a website. So that's just got all my information on the website. It's the Movement Concept at gmail. oh, at gmail.com that's my email address um but my yeah website is themovementconcept.com.au and if you yeah wanted to go through facebook if you're a thrive member or something like that um i'm on the thrive page um you can look at their instagram and get onto it through there so yeah
0: amazing thank you so much for being hannah i've really loved this conversation Um, And, yeah, love all your insights, always love listening to you speak. So thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you, Rach. Thanks for asking good questions. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot and share on social media with your biggest insight. Make sure you tag me, at by Rachel White, on Facebook and Instagram. Have a beautiful day. Namaste.